0: So first I want to just mention as like a side point that uh, this is really one of today, on a day like Purim, and Yom Kippur for that matter. The fact that we are taking time out and learning is like what makes it special in Dafyagmi because, because you get so involved in so many different things, nobody has time for anything. So like the fact that we have that opportunity to sit and learn before the, the day starts, right, exactly. Before the it gets crazy, <laughs> it's a very big schos, and that's I really have. one of the big accomplishments of uh, yes, of Tafiomi that it's every day, including Purim and including Yom Kippur. Okay, so and that's you know, think, that's my no little vaytavur. Right, exactly. This is your chance. Right, exactly. So I'm I'm very. Uh, very uh, proud to be part of that, and we're learning it together, Baruch Hashem. So um, let's get to uh, today's uh, daf. Today is daf Mem Gimel. Yesterday was I Mem did. Beis. Going we'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's. Have in mind that our our learning should be as hus for for Lema for Michal Abibin, Bas Yudis, for Adas Basronia, for Yisro Baruch Ben Chaya, for Amy Bas Tvora, and for Sarbas I Add my name to it. And, uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> Join the club. Hey ben. What's your mother's name? Yesheb Refua Ben Aliza? Yeah. Moshe Ari Cohen. Moshe Ari Akoin Ben Aliza. Okay. Refua yeah. All right. And we're starting on the top of the page on Daf Mem Be'ez Amar Aleph, if you want to follow along inside. Um, so um, we're quoting this idea that anytime you shave the head without a razor, or you left two hairs... So that's like you didn't do anything. <laughs> and Ravacha, Bered, Ravika says, this tells us that in general, there's a principle of Ruba kikulay, that you can assume the majority, if, if you have the majority, it's like you have all. Okay, uh, And that's a del-Raisa principle. Why? The fact that the Torah had to tell you by a nazir, an extra line of b'yomashvi'i galchenu, so it's only over here that it has to be everything. Um, without that extra me- statement, it would have been sufficed to be Rove. So you see that in general, Ruba Kikulat, that's the drush, very interesting. You know, uh, such a huge basic principle in um, kashrus and so many areas that we rely on Rove many times. Um, so there you go. So comes a log, Raviosi, Rav and he says, ah, Isn't there a problem here? Like the whole puzzle that you're bringing is by Nazir Tumi. You know, like, he's not even talking about a Nazir Torah over here. So, like, does that help us? So in Eretz Yisrael, they heard that they had left. They said, "What do you mean, Nazir Tame um, is with a with a, with is 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 with a razor? How do you know? Because you learn from Nazir Tahar. So uh, if Nazir Tame is learned from Nazir Tahar, so then it follows that Nazir Tahar will be learned from Na, from Nazir Tameh. Just like by Nazir Tame, when you leave two hairs, it's no good at all. So too by Nazir." Tahar, uh, when he finishes his term, and he have to shave the hairs on his head. If you leave two ears, it's no good. So there you go. Um, and that's the and that's and therefore it's as if it says it by both places. Okay, comes along a bay with a question. He says, if it not the hair shaved his head, and then he left two hairs, and then the hair grew, and then he shaved the two missing hairs. So does that help or not? Does that work? Do we say? Um, look, by the end he did shave off the hairs of, all, of his entire head, however he didn't do it at the same time and already grew back by the other one so Rava, uh, that's one question, no answer then Rava asks the question, what if a Nazir shaved his head and then he, he left two ears and then he shaved one of the two and then the last one fell out so, is that work or not? so it comes along Rav Achmi Difti says that doesn't make any sense that's pasha that that should be fine. Why? Because why is that any different than shaving one head, one hair at a time? It doesn't. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the point being is you're looking forward towards uh, shaving is defined by at least two hairs. That's what we. That's what we're saying. The Giluach is only when it's at least two hairs. So the. But the point being is is that if you're, if you have more than two hairs left, so then even if I do one, I did an act of shaving because it doesn't have to happen simultaneously because I'm cutting the hair that's at least two. Okay, that's the idea. Um, so, uh, so, so the real shyly says so therefore if you shave the second to last hair and then the last hair fell off, since when you shaved there were two hairs, so therefore you was an act of shaving and the last one falls off, of course, it's like you did one at a time and it's fine. The shyly is maybe the other way around. That what happens if you, you only shaved all the hairs minus two? Then the second to last hair fell off. And then there's only one hair to shave off at the end. That's the shaila. Is that, you know, is that work or not? Because here you don't have, you only have one hair to shave. That doesn't count as a shaving. And when I did the first shaving, I didn't do the full shaving. So that's the shayla And that we said, um, here, so he said, look, you don't have a gulach, so but you, but you don't have a hair either. So that, what's the story? Um, so they said, basically, you're right. You, um, even though there's no hair there, but the, you're missing out on the mitzvahs Gilach. Because when you did the first Gilach, you left two hairs. And when you did the second Gilach, there wasn't even two hairs available. And that's why it wouldn't work. Okay. Brought us to the next Mishnah, which is uh, allowing uh, Nazir to shampoo his hair um, and comb it with his hand, with his fingers, but not using like a, like a strong comb. Now, uh, what's the pshat? That's the question. If you go like Reb Shimon, who says that Tavrashin Meshkavin is mutar, so then that makes sense with the first part, but then why wouldn't you be allowed to comb your hair? That's going like the rabbis who say that Tavrashin Meshkavin is "ulcer." So which is it? So my answer is, is that uh, really it's Reb Shimon all the way through, and when you're combing, your intent is to pull out the loose hairs, that are the stray hairs, the loose hairs, that is what you part of what you're trying to do, um, so therefore it is a double hamisgavid with the with the fork, with a, if it's with a comb if it's not with the comb so then you know I guess it's a fine tooth comb the like, the goal is to get the loose hairs out anyway that's the story. I wonder if you want to put curlers in. Curlers, Reb Shimon, I mean Shimon Shimon so this guy with the beautiful curls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I you actually, can you actually style your hair with Why not? Just, you know? I don't know pull stuff out when you put them do they in. I don't know I, don't never, I never tried. I don't know yeah, yeah, maybe exactly. I should try. I'll find out Let's see if theres fall out. So people can know if' trying. All right. next thing we saw is Rabbi Shemal says that uh, using dirt or earth to shampoo your hair is not allowed because that causes the hair to fall out. So the shylyest is it because it fall, it causes it to fall out is the problem? Or is because when it would fall out, meaning um the difference is is that there may be, let's say you could find a very soft sand that's not as abrasive that doesn't necessarily cause the air to fall out um, but do we say that is that also prohibited? Do we say that it's only a problem cause because of this because the fact that it does cause it to fall out, but if it doesn't, if it happens not to, so then it would be allowed or all using that means of cleaning your hair is forbidden because of this issue Um, and because it could be because of Hamisharez and that's the suffolk in the pshat and we remain with the take on that took us to the next Mishnah you have a Nazi drinking wine all day long he's only high of once but if you told him don't drink don't drink this is a nice time actually to pour him (laughs) Uh, don't drink don't drink and he still drinks he's high for each other he's shaving all day long he's only chai of one um, um, we tell him, al te galach, al te galach, and he does so uh, multiple times, he's chayv for each one. And the same thing with tumah. tell him not to be matama all day, he's only chayv one, but if, if, he, if you tell him, al te tam, al te um, so then he's chayv each time. And that's what, the, that's the Mishnah. So, we have here, um, Rabbi in the name of Huna, who says that the Pasuk says, yitama. And then it says, Lo So what is, that, what is that teaching us? Uh, to tell you that uh, there's a separate azhara, a separate Lav for Toma, and azhara for biya, for entering a room where there's Toma. Okay? Um, but, but there's no double Lav if you're mitami yourself multiple times. Okay. That's Shitas Raba in the name of Ravuna. Rav Yosef says, no way. I swear that Ravuna says, that even Tumavitum to to you're gonna be Chaiv. Um because Rafuna holds that another that's standing in the cemetery and they hand them a dead body, um, or you know, either his relative or somebody else's, and he touches it, he's gonna be Chayev. Uh, he's already standing in a cemetery. He's Metamivakim. So it must be that there's it doesn't matter. Multiple Tummas is multiple Tumas does it's the same thing. So, a few So, that's the question. Okay, so we're going to have to understand what's the shot in this machloka. So, Abai asks the question. It says a kind that has a base munakhal He's carrying a dead body, and they hand him another dead body, and he touches it. You might think he's chayiv. So, it says, that's where, but here he's machloka already, so there's no extra chayev, um, um for touching a second dead body. Okay? Um, he's touching one on his shoulders touches another dead body that's not going not going to do anything' it's no he's already with on it, so the question is um uh that's Akash so how does this fit in with what we're saying here that you are chai each time what's the difference between that and the cemetery that's the Shilas Lamar says, well you know what there's better questions he could ask it is from our, from the Mishnah it says in our Mishnah, you're only chai of one um and then they said, But he's already metame v'koyim. So, uh, is the contradictory. Basically, our Mishnah uh, sounds like that there's multiple Tumas, you know, you, you, you know they, there's ways to be metame and metame. And over there, uh, it sounds like that there is no way to be metame and metame. What's the deal? So, it must be, is the difference between Chiburin and Shalabi Chiburin. Meaning, while I'm still touching the Tamei, the, the one ba- dead body, and I touch another dead body, there's no eretumah, there's no added anything and therefore I am not going to be chayv a second time. Even if you say, Al I'm still holding one dead body, and I touch another one, and it's nothing. However, because that's bichibur, but if it's shaloy bichibur, it means if I let go of the first dead body, and you say, Al and I touch another dead body, then I will be chayv for a second time. So, um, so the Gemara says, um, is that true? Is this concept of tumah in a Torah concept? Uh Yitzchak says in the name of Rav Yanai that this idea of tumah bichbur is only relevant for truma and kachim, but for Nazir, and Pesach we don't we don't consider tumah bichbur. Now the truth is that tumah bichbur is talking about I'm touching a dead body mm-hmm. and then I touch let's say Gary for instance and now he touches me that's touching the dead body he cannot eat truma that's the that apostles him for truma or Kachin. Okay? Um because it's you when know it's like, it's like an electricity. But as far as let's say you wanted to be a let's say for a nazir or for Isa Pesach, we don't say Tummab Bihburun. Okay, it doesn't the electricity doesn't work as far as that's concerned. So obviously that's clearly not a Daraisa concept because if it was we wouldn't make that distinction. So the gemara says you're right, there's two kinds of toma. There's Khiburi Adam Baadam and Khiburi Adam Bemis. The tumah, the, so that if i 'm touching mace one with one hand and then I touch a mace with another hand that 's nothing but if i 'm t- touching the mace with one hand and then I touch another man with the other hand, that electricity that kind of chiburin, that we don't're not that we're not that we, that we're saying is only a rabbinic concept that 's only applicable but to Truman Kochim we we're, we're machmer on that, but not for nausea or, or suppose we allow the person to make the combat um and that 's a story um so that brought us to the next thing, okay? Um, what, so how, how does this work that if, he did, if he's Tame, touching Tama and he's going into a room isn't he also Metame v'ka? He's already Tame. So how are you bringing on a second lav over here? Um, so, so the Gemara answered, and this is where we left off. Is once In the house and one's in the field, meaning if it's in the ha- if it's in the house, so then you're chayv on the bia and the tumah, because um, it's happening simultaneous. So it's like you're over both lavim, the bia and the tumah be achas. So therefore you'll be chayv bevas achas, and a bit in the field. So then there's um the, the, that's a, that, that's only really the tumah. There is no there is no bia over there. So the gemara says okay, and that's where we left off. And we'm going to take it right, continue the conversation to today's.